is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. I am Matthew Baker, and the, the man uh, also on this podcast is the irrepressible Louis Fox. That's right. You cannot oppress me. I shall overcome. <laughs> and uh, we were pre-recording this because uh, I took a two-and-a-half-week sabbatical, and I am in Eastern Africa currently. Yes. This is taped before he, well... Recorded. I don't think we're taping anything. Yeah. So who knows if I'm alive? So if this, I if I don't make it, Louis will update you. Do you want to, Do you want to verbally give your will? You don't want all my <laughs> shit. I don't. That's the thing. What, what you want? What do you want? You want my skulls? I'll take the skulls. You can have. Well, I hate driving the trailer around though, so don't leave that to me. If I die. <laughs> You can have my skulls if you want. All right. As long as you promise to put them on display somewhere. I, I can do that. If I die by a snake bite or a lion bite, you can have all my stuff. Oh, I like this. If I die from just some weird-ass disease, then you have to have a garage sale with all okay. my stuff. Sell all my stuff and give my the money to my parents. Okay. Now, if, you, if there's a ransom situation, can I sell your stuff to pay the ransom? Mmm... Depends on how much the ransom is. You're like, we don't negotiate with that. <laughs> nah, you know, you can sell some stuff. Don't sell, like, the skulls or anything. You, want, you want some cool stuff when you get back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I get out, it'd be nice to have some skulls around. Uh, so you just got back from Reno, right? Yeah, I just got back from Reno. How was that, man? Reno is like... Las Vegas's dirty little brother that get killed someone in prison but didn't get the teardrop tattoo because yeah. he wants to be employable. Dude, what a weird town. I didn't leave the casino well. I left it once to go to a rock show. Uh-huh. But just like the air in the casino just makes you gross. Well, that's the thing with like Vegas and like Reno and stuff. It's like you don't realize how much time you've spent inside until you go outside. You're like, what the hell? Like, oh my God, sunshine. Like, sunshine and you're like actual air, air. Air, like... Yeah, no, you don't smell cigarette smoke. That's the worst part for me is just like the dense cigarette smoke. Yeah. Oh, God. But I was so glad to get home because uh, before I left, we got up a day. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's exciting. Oh, nothing like pressure washing your beehole. Did you have to sell that to your wife and child? She got it for me. Oh, wow. That's, you know, that's beautiful. I was all about it when we were in Linden last summer. That's how you know she's the one, right? Yeah. She showed you that or I got a funky beehole. <laughs> or she's like, I ain't going down there anymore without this being thoroughly washed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pressure wash. But, like, we haven't bought toilet paper in over a month. What? Uh, I'm thinking of canceling my Costco <laughs> membership. Like, Yeah, I mean, amazing. that's really essentially why people have Costco memberships is for the toilet paper savings, right? Yeah. What, don't you still wipe with a bidet? You pat dry. What do you pat dry with? Uh, Your I hand? Use, <laughs> just, well, so mine doesn't have the, the air dryer. Okay. So mine's like a $70. So she doesn't love you that much. Yeah, it's like a 70 versus a $400 bidet. Okay. Um, so you can pat dry with toilet paper, or we haven't done this yet, but you can. I guess they have like in Japan a stack of washcloths. You just Yeah, I've done that one. Dry off with. Do they have the powder? Did you get the powder? Was it poofs powder up in there? No, it shoots, it shoots fragrance yeah. in my beehole. Yeah, totally. No, but sometimes I'm like, I just got the enema. Sometimes it hits me just right. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, and my, like I just saw into my future life. Yeah, <laughs> and it's gonna be a lot of time spent on this. <laughs> a lot of time spent here. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's like a fastball just right up the middle. Does, Ooh. does it warm? Do you have the warming seat? Yeah, uh, no, not the warming seat, but the warming water. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, the warming seat's nice too. Yeah, I like a cold seat. Do you get the? Because uh, in Japan, what they have is on the side they have like a little music station, so you can choose like different yeah, radio stations to play. Ta- no, mine's mine's the cheapo one. It's uh, not no like... turntable. You can't DJ while you're. <laughs> What's your name? DJ Shart. <laughs> DJ Shart. DJ feels good. <laughs> DJ Wet Bottoms. <laughs> but supposedly, like it saves, it takes a ton of water to make toilet paper. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they have to bleach it and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saving the world one shiny cornhole at a time. That's true. And does your wife also enjoy it? I've heard she started using it. Oh, yeah? Ella will not go near it. Your daughter is no bueno. Yeah. She's like, why do I want to shoot water up my butt? Like, <laughs> what you should do is like when she's acting out, you should just fill up a Brit- Brita filter with the, the, <laughs> the, the, the bidet, bidet water. water. <laughs> I'll have to just get some transfer letters to, and change the label on the Brita to bidet. <laughs> Put it in my fridge, see who drinks it. I, I am a fan of bidets. I'm not as, you know, so hardcore about it as you are. Because I remember, like, it was like meeting a different person when after you had the bidet in the oh, summer. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, you it, know, it's like a kid losing their virginity or something. Kind of did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of did. <laughs> so you like it? I would recommend it. All right. I, I like it, too. It's more of a splurging thing for me. He's <laughs> like, I don't eat dessert every night. Yeah, I don't want to spoil my butt too much. Well, I will say, after using it and then going to Reno and having to use paper, my rear end is sore. It's like going, it's so archaic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like rubbing sandpaper down there now. It's like wiping with a rock. <laughs> exactly. With the rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the the rock has a bidet. Yeah, oh, I he probably bet. has a bidet and servants that probably you know what pat dry him down. Yeah, he's actually got a servant that, that just uh, has like a pressure washer that <laughs> a shoots squirt him down. gun, <laughs> <laughs> a little super soaker. I am in Tanzania right now, and I probably wish I had a bidet there. You probably wish you had a bidet and clean water. Yeah. Well, I, it's one of those things where uh, I definitely carry my own toilet paper, carry my own wipes. I, you know, I do it when I'm in Cuba, Mexico, because mm-hmm. the amount of times that I've gone. Now, do you use the wipes? I use the wipes, yeah. <laughs> no, but I always like the amount of times that I've gone to the bathroom in another country, a foreign country, and there was no toilet paper after mm-hmm. I dropped a deuce. It was just like, oh man, what. What piece of clothing do I not need <laughs> to, in this moment? To extricate me from this situation. <laughs> well, my wife a while ago bought me, they're called dude wipes. Uh-huh. So it's a single shot wipe and a little yeah. thing. Yeah. So you have to carry the big pack of wipes with you. Uh-huh. And I feel like, so you're in a public bathroom, you use the wipe, but then you have this wrapper. Like, what do you do with the wrapper? I use use it, man. <laughs> use the wrapper. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Have you like you like us, like dude? A, I have used I've used wrappers. I've used the toilet paper roll itself. <laughs> you ever use that to wipe? I've used that a million times. Just like a like a shovel. Yeah. No, usually I'll flatten it out. You know, I'll, I'll tear it open and then sort of do some scoopage. Uh, I've used the paper towel. I mean, everything, man. Yeah. I, you know, I've uh, great lengths. You've used the edge of the toilet seat. No, I don't think I've done that. Yet. 
Yeah, I flirted. I flirted with the idea of wiping with my hand uh, and then just washing my hand after. Isn't that the whole like they go, you know, that people from other countries don't shake with their left hand? Yeah. Or yeah, uh, I think that's because they don't wash their hands after they go to the bathroom, uh, not because they actually wipe with their okay bare hand. I think it's because ger- hygiene is not you know yeah. as prevalent okay. in other places as it is here. But yeah, usually it's like you wipe, you shake with the opposite hand that you wipe with. Yeah, which sucks for a guy with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> a pirate. <laughs> how do you that? That'd be very challenging. If you had one hand, to, how do you wash that hand? That's what I've always wondered. <laughs> All right, I went down a <laughs> weird road. <laughs> so yeah, you want to get to the weird stories, man? Let's do it. All right. Get to some weird news. This story comes from UPI.com. That's a news source more reliable than counting on a water slide to not give me a wedgie. <laughs> or take your pants off completely. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love the landing in the pool <laughs> waiting for your shorts to come down. I know. You're like, come on, come on. <laughs> it's cold. Uh, snake in toilet bites woman on the butt. Yeah, that's a story that's going to come back to bite her in the rear later. Yeah. An Australian woman who felt something bite her bottom while she was sitting on the toilet, looked inside the bowl to see a coiled python. Her first thought wasn't snake. It was like Thai food. <laughs> Helen Richards of Chapel Hill, Queensland. I said, like how it basically gives her a dress. Like, Come see the lady who got bitten the bottom by a python. <laughs> she was midstream on the toilet when she felt a sharp pain in her rear end. As you can imagine, she jumped up quite quickly. Snake catchers Brisbane, Ipswich, Logan, and Gold Coast said in a Facebook post. They have some awesome pictures, by the way, if you put them into the Google of the snake in there. It's a good, like, it looks like a McDonald's extra value meal size poo in there, but a snake. Yeah, right. She was going pee. Uh, I would imagine if you went poop, you're like, when you looked down and you saw the snake, you didn't, you'd be like, oh my God, I need to eat more greens. Yeah. <laughs> need to eat more mice. <laughs> right. Well, maybe, maybe the, maybe the snake's into it. Maybe it's like this fetish, fetish <laughs> snake. It's like super into, I love it when people piss on me. <laughs> what do you do for a job? Snake catcher? Pretty badass. What do you do for a job? Catch snakes? Covered in pee? It's next level stuff. <laughs> Nine out of ten snakes we catch are peed on snakes. <laughs> we actually specialize in that. <laughs> uh, Richard said she scrambled to turn on the light, which should be a separate story. She Why does she not have the lights on when she's going to the bathroom? I know. I always turn them on. Mostly because I'm worried there's ghosts in the bathroom. Ghost snakes? <laughs> yeah. Get these motherfucking ghost snakes <laughs> off this motherfucking ghost plane. When you've got your knickers and long pants around your ankles, it's hard to go anywhere, she told 10 News. Richard says she snapped a quick photo of the python before piling some pots and pans on the toilet lid to keep it contained. That's my choice, is pots and pans. If you had to grab something quick, what would you put on it? I wouldn't put anything on it. I'd fucking flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get rid of that snake as soon as possible. You would set him down the egress. Yeah, like, I don't know. I wouldn't put pots and pans. I'd probably just books or whatever, you know. Yeah. But why wouldn't you flush it? 
Yeah, that would be my first. I would. It'd be like a cartoon, like a movie. I'd just be flushing and nothing. Oh, would and happen. then the water slowly is rising up. <laughs> the snake is the snake is rising it's towards getting you. Getting closer to you. <laughs> All right. She contacted Snake Catchers Brisbane, Ipswich, Logan, and Gulf, Gulf Coast. Longest name ever. How do you fit that on your your, your polo shirt? <laughs> uh, they dispatched Jasmine Zellini to Richard's home. I can't praise Richard's enough for how well she handled the situation. Zellini said, "I love snakes." But I don't want one attached to my bum, so I understand. She's like, trouser snake's okay. <laughs> bum snake? Bum snake's no, no bueno. It's exit only. It's exit only. <laughs> the snake was safely captured, and Richard's bite from the non-venomous serpent was treated with antiseptic spray. Well, because a python has, like, the inward teeth that when they bite you, like, I think their teeth get ripped out. When, oh, really? Yeah. They're designed to funnel stuff into them. Oh. They have, like, the backward teeth. Putting the pee in python. <laughs> <laughs> putting the pee on python. <laughs> putting the pee on python. What's funny is that we watched a video of this, and the, this woman is pretty funny. She yeah. had a couple funny lines. She goes, I think the, the snake should have been startled by the shower under the full moon. <laughs> that, was, that was her line in the video. She goes, my word of advice is always look before you leak. <laughs> I like this lady. Yeah, she's pretty funny. Okay, so Zellini said snakes turn up in toilets from time to time, but the incident was the first she had heard of one of the reptiles biting someone on the buttocks. It's also the first she's heard of someone not looking before they wazzed. Yeah. You want to call our animal expert? Yeah, let's give Carla a call. All right. This is our animal expert, Carla, and we're going to ask her about some pythons. Hey, Louie. Hey, Matt. Hey, Carla. We're doing a story about a, a python that got into a toilet and bit a lady in the butt. Oh, I, I saw that story. Is that something common? Do snake... I mean, I've heard of like rats and mice turning up in toilets. Is a snake, is this a common thing? I think it was a carpet python yeah. in uh, Australia, right? Yeah. Carpet pythons are semi-aquatic. They can spend a lot of time in water. Ah. And I'm not sure how the heck it would get in from the sewer side, but it might have gotten in the house and then cooled off in the toilet. Oh. That's just my reasoning on what happened there. So it came in the way... Oh, see, I thought it was came up through the pipes, because that's how, how I've heard of other animals coming into a toilet, is through the yeah, pipe. You know, I don't know how they do their sewer system over there. If it's more open, then that could definitely be the case. There would be no reason why that snake would drown or do that. I don't know why it would bite her butt, though. Other than maybe it was a bright white butt and it was frightening coming towards him. Or maybe sure. maybe the pea smelled like asparagus and <laughs> it was hungry. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But the olfactory system of a snake with their super, super sensitive tongue, it was just like, oh yeah, keep that crap away from me. <laughs> I don't know. Are snakes known as the plumber of the animal world or is there another animal that does better plumbing? Come on. Uh, if you could have a nine-foot Roto-Rooter and just do that, that's the, that's the king of... That's the king of Roto-Rooter. That's the king of plumbing. You don't just put an anteater snout down there to clean it out? Yeah, that would only go about 14 inches. Yeah, so snakes are the auger. The, the, uh, the augers in Australia. So um, have you ever uh, encountered a snake in the toilet or other animals that you've been called to get that you know about? What cracks me up, we do a lot of stuff with bugs and people always think if there's a bug in the toilet that it's mine. And I always say, no, that would be your... <laughs> That'd be your own cockroach, thank you. And no, I'm not rescuing it. Now, do you have any um, interesting snake stories? I, oh, oh, do they play games with you? Well, yeah. yeah, of course, they hide their heads and then they go, surprise, <laughs> not at your face. Well, my favorite snake story is I was feeding a snake and I was early into my career and 
um, it was eating a delicious rat and I was feeding other snakes by the time I got to this 14 foot beauty. Uh, when I opened up the enclosure, the snake flew out and missed the rat and hit me right on my face, right under my nose and under my chin. Jeez. So I had beautiful two sets of uh, teeth um, marks in my face for about a month and a half. Wow. That and that was a python or? Yeah, it was a 14 foot python. Jeez. It, pulled on me to pull me in and then it realized whoa that's way bigger than i wanted to take on kind <laughs> of freaky i had a few nightmares after that one gee python biting your face is pretty badass <laughs> they have rat bat breath and so are are pythons known for biting people or are they aggressive no pretty much not aggressive just kind of lazy big old snakes and if uh, you smell like something they want to eat. You, you might get mistaken, but that's ah. not their thing. They don't want to eat humans. I know it's been said anacondas and rock pythons sometimes eat kids in Africa and South America. That probably happens less than shark attacks. So oh, really? Wow. Happens, but not all the time. Probably very rarely. Wow. I, I, well, thanks for your time, Carla. We really appreciate the insight. Oh, anytime. Thanks for calling, my guys. <laughs> All right, see you. Thank you. Thanks to Carla Majeski from Pacific Animal Productions for answering our stupid questions. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Clearing that up. <laughs> Clearing up what the best plumber of the animal world is. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a good story. There's a little video that uh, we'll try. We'll link to the article on the videos in the article and watch it. It's pretty funny. And the news anchor who's on site, they do the whole interview in the bathroom and he's doing it while sitting on the toilet. <laughs> It's pretty funny. I like that the lady's a good sport about this. Yeah, I think in Australia, I think people have a better sense of humor than they do about here in the s- snake bites. Yeah, and just in general. <laughs> and now it's time for strange stories from the time capsule with Doctor Henry. In 1493, Columbus thought he saw mermaids. They were not as pretty as they were depicted. For somehow, in the face, they look like men. It's suspected he saw a manatee. Weird News Stories Pod Duh. This story comes from NewYorkPost.com. That's a news source more reliable than a federal employee getting a paycheck. Yeah, that's not him. <laughs> Many years down the road. <laughs> New York Post is putting out articles in hopes that one day we'll get paid for <laughs> some back pay. I think a lot of those people could use what's in this article. Yes, that's true. This That's a good segue, Louis, because the beginning of the article is titled... Chinese anger room lets customers smash stuff with baseball bats. This is like the exact opposite of what do they call it? The safe room where you ha- you have in your house, or a yoga studio, <laughs> or a yoga studio, <laughs> or, or some Ritalin. <laughs> this is uh, in Beijing. It, it took smash customer Q Seiyu just a few sharp blows with a baseball bat to wreck what looked like an old car radio. After which, two friends battered telephones, audio speakers, rice cookers and even a mannequin. Of, of all the stuff to break, it would be none of those. I'd want something that just like explodes. I wouldn't want to you know, hit a rice cooker. Yeah, right? Well, they used... A, I have so much rage against this rice cooker. Essentially, they use an old car radio and a battered telephone, so they're just beating up 80s technology yeah. is what they're doing. <laughs> I hate you the past. <laughs> 
All three paid 158 yuan, $23, to spend half an hour in an anger room in Beijing where patrons wearing protective gear use hammers and bats to vent their frustration on household objects while staff play music of their choice in the background. Mostly smashing pumpkins. Ah, nice. <laughs> what would be your choice of music? Do some rage. Yeah. So some... it'd have to be something hard like Metallica, Rage, Bad Brains. No one's going in there and be like, I want to smash some shit. What would you like to play? Yanni. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> I like to hear My Heart Will Go On yeah. by Celine Dion. All that does make me want to smash some stuff. I don't know. I think, though, like, you know, you see the movies where, like, they play the classical music while the guy's stabbing the guy. Uh-huh. That has a certain, certain... Je ne sais quoi. Yeah, there you go. Certain bit of uh, fun to it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that's how I murder people. Yeah. Like, so uh, slow jam. I think you're thinking of Clockwork Orange is what yeah. you're thinking. Yeah. They play a, I'll make love to you. <laughs> Um, what would be your weapon of choice in a smash room, Louie? Um, now, I have had some smash situations. Have you ever been to a demo party? No. So, like... Like a demolition derby? I've been to that no, before. No, no. Like, we tore my brother's... Uh, oh, a, de- a demolition party. Yeah. Demo party. Yeah. yeah. Not, that was not, like a Mary Kay thing. <laughs> a demo party? That's where we show you what it would look like if we were partying, <laughs> but we don't actually... De- we demonstrate how a party For happens. For a small fee and a, monthly, and a monthly subscription, you can have parties just like this. <laughs> yeah, so they're knocking the house down. So we got some beers and we just smashed walls. Like my daughter was throwing a hammer into the wall. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun, but then we were doing, like, you know, you can jump through the wall. And little did you know, you could have been making money off of people to do your demolition for you. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Now if I ever remodel my kitchen or something, we got to rip out some cabinets. Craigslist would be like, for 15 bucks, you can come in and knock out this wall, (laughs) the sledgehammer. 15 paid to me. (laughs) Yeah, of course. What would your web? So, oh, so having done kind of this before, a bat is hard because it like goes up your arm when you hit stuff. Uh huh. Like a hammer's good because it's nice and the the weight of the mass of the hammer absorbs a lot of it. Yeah, I'm like brass a, knuckles, man. All brass knuckles all brass the time. Brass knuckles all the time. Yeah, brass knuckles that rice cooker. <laughs> yeah. I would use mostly nunchucks. I don't know. Probably crowbar. I've used crowbars for stuff like that. That's yeah. pretty fun. Crowbars are fun. Lead pipe. <laughs> Everything from Clue. <laughs> I would use the rope in the... Use a can- candelabra. Yeah. Uh, so these people, they pay money. They go. They they plug their iPod in. They smash some stuff. Q, a bespeckled 16-year-old high school student with braces, that was important to add, yeah. said she was there to vent anger about school. But the braces were on her leg, which <laughs> made it more. It feels so good when I destroy those bottles and watch them explode, she said, smiling sweetly. Since the venture opened in September, customers have smashed around 15,000 bottles every month, said 25-year-old Jin Meng, who Ye- co-founded Smash with her friends. Whose job is it to drink those 15,000 bottles? I, want, I imagine if they have a uh, deal with like a garbage dump or a recycle. I mean, they don't recycle in China, but... Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> so they probably just go around on the streets and just grab Collect stuff. Collect it up, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's the thing this article really doesn't say is whether you have to provide like provide the oh, thing. Oh yeah. I would imagine for that amount of money you would Or what they be have provided. is they have like a shop up front and you just go through and you buy stuff to smash. Oh yeah, right? Like I'll have one car radio, I'll have a vase and that picture of Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> you know. If you brought your own, that'd be a little weird. It's like here's my dad's urn. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the best one to do. <laughs> 
That sounds like something very China. I mean, based on like they had those like funeral strippers. So it says it's not intended to promote violence. Smash aims to help people deal with the pressures of living in big cities like Beijing, Jin said, adding, adding that their target customers are between 20 and 35 years old. Another customer, Lu Chow, 32, looked relaxed and pleased after his session. Well, that's good. I mean, there's, you could, yeah, go to massage. There's a lot of things that can do that as well. Yeah, I always, I always thought that would be pretty awesome if there was like angry yoga. Oh. You know, like for you want to stretch, but you don't like all the sort of hoity-toity hippie stuff that yeah. yoga has. Just like yelling yoga. Yeah, you know, this is a downward punch your boss. <laughs> this is the upward middle finger. <laughs> this is the guy cut you off in traffic. Yeah. Okay, now everyone chant the mantra: "I hate Steve." <laughs> It's extra to have your <laughs> the guy's name. If you have money, you can smash anything. Smash some TVs, computers, wine bottles, furniture, mannequins. But the only thing you can't do is to smash someone, said Lou. Unless they're in picture form. Yeah. Mao? Could they? No, they're not allowed to no, smash no. no, no, no. Similar ventures already exist in other countries, including the United States. I looked. There's one in Seattle. We, we got to go. I think we do. Yeah, we have to go. Jin said around 600 people visit Smash each month. Dude, that's so much money. If you look at that, it's that's uh, 23 bucks a pop. Oh, it's 12 grand. Yeah. Yeah. That's 12 grand a month. Can you imagine like the insurance requirements for this, though? Like... I, it's China. There's, it's no China. there's no insurance. There's no insurance. Come on. The insurance company will be mad if there's people not dying in yeah. there. It's government mandated. Three people have to die <laughs> a month. It's their population control. <laughs> a woman brought all her wedding photos here, and then she smashed them all. We welcome people to bring their own stuff. Okay, so you can bring your, so you could bring Nana's ashes. Yeah, I mean that's kind of cool. Like your wedding photos, just smash all your your ex's stuff. Just smash it all. They should also have a burn room, too, where you can burn stuff. Well, when... Defecating room, where you can defecate on things. When we were kids, we used to just smash crap out in the, the street all the time. Like, we had a t- like an old tube TV. That's a smash open space, not that's, a smash room. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, we had an old TV that we needed to get rid of. It didn't work. There's a, a church in Seattle that had a big fire escape that you could just walk up. It wasn't like you had to pull down a ladder or anything uh-huh. like that. So we took it up to the fourth floor and just threw it off and oh, it went yeah. down, smashed. Did a couple printers in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're in office space. Yeah. Every time when we come across cases like this, they affirm our belief that we've provided a safe place to let out negative energy. And we are happy for that. In Beijing, Jin said her next step is to open a new anger room in a shopping mall where people can take a break from their shopping to smash a bottle or two. Because shopping stresses me out so much. I wonder if like you could open a bar. This is this would be great. You open a bar, you drink the bottle, you can go and smash it, right? That, uh, so I like you're it. making money off the people drinking, you're immediately getting rid of the bottle, and they're paying money to smash it, and you know that they're going to smash it because they're drunk. Yeah. Know? What drunk person is like, says no to someone saying, hey, you want to smash this bottle with a sledgehammer? Yeah, you're like... Yes. No sane, No drunk person's going to be like, no. No. No, I won't. And then once they're drunk, too, you're like, and it'll be 750 And they're like, okay. Perfect. I like that. So what do you think about this anger room? I, I like the idea just because I've smashed a lot of things in my life, and it is very enjoyable. I don't know if I would call it stress relieving, though. You don't think so? You, th- you don't think, like, just, you know, it's like a good cry. You know, after you cry or have a big dump. You know, it's like there's just like that. The endorphins have been released and, you know, it's like you're over the hump. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess you're right there. Yeah, like, you know, you, I don't know how many fights you've been in. I've been in a few fights, I've been a couple. And so, you know, after like you know, when it comes down, you're just like, ah, oh, geez, like that sort of adrenaline's I could, done. I, you know? I could do a fight room in Beijing. Now. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> the, the fight club, yeah, fight club. <laughs> but you pay to do it. You pay to get your ass kicked. <laughs> you go to this, this like fight club, except at the end, you're like, oh, Brad Pitt. Well, wasn't... I imagine there would be a little bit more adrenaline in a fight club because you get get your ass kicked yeah. right whereas like you know the mannequin's not gonna punch you yeah that's true right so it's like okay you could smash some stuff or get smashed what if you had one of those guys in the big suit like the dog attack or like the the like the women's class where they teach self-defense uh-huh. and you just gotta hit that guy oh yeah yeah so it's like an actual person yeah i like that so you so you and wanna... in china that guy would just be a prisoner <laughs> Right, <laughs> they, they China does recycle, just not with their <laughs> materials, just their people, just their people. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's repaying his debt to the society one ball kick at a time. I think this is going to catch on big time in the states. I'm surprised that there's one in Seattle, and we just heard about it through China. Yeah, you would think that there'd be in like New York or Boston first before Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna go, and we'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. All right. I'm all for this. I like it. I'm a fan. So thanks for tuning in to our pre-recorded episode. Hope you enjoyed it. It was a ton of fun uh, having you here, but not here. In my heart, you're still in the basement with me. If you want to check out the news stories that we had in this episode, check out our website. That's oddandoffbeat.com. We're also on the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I should have. I, I think I'll probably post. I'm talking to my future self right now. Matt, you should post a couple cool pictures of the Serengeti yeah. for the fine listeners at home. Yeah, or um, if you get mauled, you uh, if you get kidnapped, put your ransom note up there. Yeah. Or at least get it on video so that we could all watch it. Or get a photo that we could do a meme contest <laughs> with that <laughs> no. we do every Thursday. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I will I, – I think I – Hopefully, I'll be doing this. You're going to have access to the pictures and stuff. But yep. uh, So those will come out on Thursday on Instagram and Facebook. So you can leave your best caption for the photo that we post. And the best caption wins some odd and offbeat swag. Yes. Um, and I just ordered some, some some stuff that will be going out to people. Excellent. So that's, excellent. that'd be good. I've been, I've been The last batch I sent out, someone got an x-ray. And then I ran into him. And he's like, what's that an x-ray of? And he, he didn't hold it up to the light and no, figure it out? No, and then I'm like, it's a brain. And then he looked at it, he texted me a little bit later. He's like, oh, it is a brain. <laughs> I was like, really? And that's the person who won. <laughs> so, uh, so if you have your own weird stories that could be about your life or something you come across in the news that you want to share with us, you can do that at info at oddandoffbeat.com. We love hearing from people. Yes. We'd love to have you on the program, too, if you have a really weird story. Or an expert in a weird niche. Yeah, we'd love to have you on uh, and have, have you as a special guest. Thanks so much for tuning in. And of course, uh, check us out. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. Leave a review, subscribe, tell your friends. It helps us out quite a bit. We have now been bumped up to the 335th best, <laughs> best odd and weird news story program. Thanks so much for listening, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Gracias por escuchar the Odd Enough Beat podcast. Today's show was sponsored by Canada the somehow way more responsible and accomplished little brother of the United States, Canada.